Uh, what's going on, guys? It's Dave from the Last Call Podcast, and we appreciate all the love we receive. But our social media is getting just a little bit jealous. So follow us on Instagram at Last Call Podcast. No spaces, please. And if you haven't added us on iTunes or SoundCloud, please go ahead and search that Last Call Podcast. Find the one with Ken, Fab, and Dave so you can get all our episodes as soon as they drop and catch up on old shit you missed. Thank you, and remember to keep your glasses full and show your bartender some love. Peace. Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourself. Chit chit. Chit chit. What's going on, folk? How y'all doing today? My name's Ken. I'm Fab. And I'm Dave the Dead. <laughs> Dave the Dead. Oh God! <laughs> he was to the last call podcast. Dave of the Dead. Dave, Dave, why are you dead? Or should I say West Side Dave? Why are you? It dead? It is West Side Dave. No, actually, oh address God. me as such. Here we go. Address <laughs> me. Here we go. It is West Side Dave. You know what I'm saying? Why is it West Side Dave? I mean, Dave. my vibe, my vibe is different, man. I, I went out. I went out. Was that your first time? Yeah, was this nigga oh, okay. went to L.A. for a weekend. Now his whole vibe. It was his different. first time. I was there for like five days, bro. <laughs> this nigga went for a weekend. Now his whole vibe different. I left Thursday I morning. I got back. Oh, you left Thursday morning, yeah, which means he got morning. there by Thursday morning. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm. So he was there Thursday. To rolled s- up, <laughs> <laughs> rolled up, rolled up. As soon as I got out the, oh god, I was like, "What is this?" What I was talking to my homie. I'm like, "Yo, my nigga, dog, it is warm." It is refreshing. It is windy. Like, what is this weather outside, bro? Like, I saw 65 on the shit, and I was like, yo, what is this? Like, this does not feel like any 65 from, like, in South Florida, 65 is going to be too hot. Too much sun, flatland, no hills to cover, shade, blah, 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 blah. Like, 65 in New York is, I mean, what we're kind of dealing with now, which is comfortable for me now. But, like, that L.A. shit was like, what? Like, you guys live like this every day? Every day. Every day. What's the winter like? This, this. What's the summer like? This, like, dog. Y'all live like this every day, <sighs> like blue skies, like, like blue skies, like not, not even an ounce of fucking like clouds, like well, every day, bro. Shit was well. fucking. There's a little smog in the air. Oh yeah, that's different though. And also, <laughs> well, like, I was in a little haze. Yeah, I was in a little haze. I was in like, like, like West, like Palms, and like, like my Culver City and shit like that. So oh, nice. Yeah, it was yeah exactly nice area. And what I found out is that like all of the smog is concentrated over the highways. So mm-hmm. if you're like not by the highway, your 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 view up is going to be. Yo, shout out to Matcha Lattes too though. Matcha, matcha, matcha. See this? First of all, they have that in New York. Why <laughs> is it only I'll in be, LA? Bro, see this? I've been seeing gentrified, and I've been seeing yo, because no, because like uh, I had matcha in LA. I had matcha. I know a couple homies who like have been like die hard with that shit out here, and I'm like, oh okay, whatever. That shit is phenomenal, bro. It's so good, bro. <laughs> so good. So my god, I need it every morning. I need it every morning. Every morning. Four days, America. Four Five. days in LA oh will change your life. I mean, I needed that though. Honestly, I haven't had a vacation in two years. Like, the only time I see warm weather like that is seeing my family or not. And I didn't have to see my family this time. I just smoked a, like copious amounts of weed. Okay. Did you have an edible? And how many days did you leave? Uh, I don't fuck with. I'm just. I mean, because I'm not a rookie to the to the weed and to the game. Yeah. So like, However, I wasn't fucking with the edibles. I'm not oh, like okay. I'm not an idiot. I was like, nope. I was like, give me trees. I just want to smoke the finest trees. Mm-hmm. Like I want I want to smoke y'all y'all diesel. I want to smoke y'all got OG diesel. I want to smoke. <laughs> so did uh, did you have anybody get it for you? Yeah, did you I, go had, into- I have I had bro. I had like four ways to get like trees. Right. Like one way was a nigga who lived by like the homie, 
and Culver, like that, it was a dispensary by his crib because my homie didn't have his shit renewed. His card, yeah, you got so, yeah. it renewed. So, nigga from Culver, but he only like didn't work on the weekends or whatever. So, like, if we couldn't get to him on Thursday and Friday, it was like, all right, bet we're gonna hit the other nigga who live out in fucking uh, out in the valley. So that's like a thirty-five minute drive from, from where they, from where we was. And that's just like three miles, but it's thirty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah, no, it legit. It was, it was legit five miles. It was legit like five miles, bro. And I was just like, wait, people live out here. Oh, so did you have In and Out Burger? Come on, I mean, well, that's not my first time in and out either. I've uh, been to Vegas four times. Like this is oh, okay. California was just like I had just never been able to make it out there. Yeah. Did you go to Hot and Juicy? I did not go to Hot and Juicy. Well, there's is one in the, New York. Is so. that the uh, the seafood boil yes. spot? Like like the boil? Right. Yes. Okay. There's one in New York now. So did you survive brunch? Oh, barely. Right. Barely. Yeah, I saw you walking around with a with a sword in your hand. So you went you want to go back so 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 you yeah. want some samurai shit. I, I had two I people with, get worried. I had two people with dispensaries and then I had another phone call I could make because they still have delivery services out there. And the eighth was thirty dollars, bro. Like for uh, like a four point five like sealed bag with the information on it. Like it was I was like, yo, how are you living out here? But like I you know kind of realized the, like the dichotomy of both sides because when we got up on Monday, I was like, damn, Monday suck everywhere like it's not a it's not just like oh you live in new york your mondays are bad or wherever like mondays suck everywhere you have to figure out how to like non-traditionally kind of like craft your days or whatever but yeah so sunday went to brunch well i didn't even go to brunch i woke up smoked mad trees <laughs> fucking was like i cooked at the crib for see like the, see the theme right here folks keep going i cooked i cooked at the crib you know what i'm saying for the for the homies and shit like that and i was just like yo we we chilling and then this nigga e hits me up Mind you, he been FaceTiming me. Like, and I thought it was a Jules thing. It's an E Jules thing. Those niggas will FaceTime you pop up. Like, yep. bruh, mm-hmm. bruh, mm-hmm. bruh. Mm-hmm. How you just gonna FaceTime you, bro? Like, they do that shit all the time, bruh. man. But bruh. they won't, they won't so answer. So does Chuck. <laughs> Chuck got that from Jules, bro. Jules, Chuck, yeah. Chuck didn't start Jules, doing that yeah. shit until we start hanging that around Jules. That was a bad yeah. trait to. I'm telling you, up. I do it now. I do it to my friends. Right. I can't. I don't do it to anybody outside the circle because everybody else is like, yo, that's mad <laughs> sus, bro. Oh, yeah, you have done that to me before. <laughs> yep. In like the morning, I'd be like, "Nope, girl. Yep, nigga, it's too early for that. <laughs> yep. Too early for some Facetime." But yeah, no, like, um, so we hooked. Up, we went out to um to Melrose to hook up with um or out on Melrose to hook up with a uh, link up with uh, E, and first time meeting like the rest of the like BP yep. and Bianca and all them. Yeah, first time meeting the rest of like that like the LA people. Ever. I knew a couple of them, but like for the most part, like yeah, I've never met any of this like this. Yeah, you heard names and heard just, names, but put names to faces. Absolutely, absolutely. So like um. This nigga E just like sitting there And I'm like It's brunch Ain't no music Like E just sitting there They watching the game I'm like Yo I'm like 45 Like 40 minutes late Did we miss food And then like Some like wings pull up Like oh yeah I got some wings Like But y'all ain't got What kind of brunch is this bro Like Are y'all trying to eat Or get fucked up It's like Oh no we definitely Trying to get fucked up I'm just like Just wait on it Y'all ain't got no music In this bitch How's this shit fun It's like yo listen This shit crowds up People just have fun, like we're just being loud and stuff like that. Then I close, I, I, I immediately realized that, like, uh, I guess E and like E and BP, they, they work in there, like, kind of like like part time or whatever. Nah, them niggas just be in there every fucking Sunday. They just be in there every so, Sunday. Yeah, so they, they be behind the counter. Yeah. This nigga E was making drinks. 
<laughs> I was like, yo, you said yeah. they work there part time. <laughs> I thought that they worked there part time because they was well. they was like, yo, mighty yeah. comfortable going back behind. Mighty the bar. comfortable, bro. Might ringing people up. You had the mimosa. Who had the who had like? <laughs> they worked there, right? Exactly. BP worked there for sure. They low key worked there work like Wednesday. Somebody. They have like a Wednesday night shift Them when nobody's getting, in town. They love when they work. They they love when they in there because it's pretty much free labor. All they gotta do is keep feeding them drinks. But yeah, they're like we'll work to right. brunch. Yeah. And they just, and the pretty e, much it's exactly what it is. He kind of if you ever heard any of the old Jamie Foxx stories of how he used to move around Hollywood trying to get his uh, his his uh, reputation up. So people would come to his comedy shows. Like yeah. he would walk around with cards, and like at shows, you would he would like pass out the cards. You put your information out. He gather them back. So the next time he want to have a party, or if he want to have do whatever, he hit everybody on that shit. And yeah. this is the '90s, so like he hit everybody on that shit, and they fucking like. That's how he got popular. That's how he was. That's how he got known for throwing house parties in the hills and shit like that. Like yeah. he said, I have no money. I was working off of like no checks and we would fucking figure in that shit out and we would just have mad women at our party or whatever. So yeah, this nigga E, they running this spot. We fucking, I'm realizing like I'm getting fucked up. I don't drink that much. So like I'm high, but like I've left all weed back at the crib. Right. And we 15, 20 minutes away. Dude. And I'm like, all right, I'm a drink. I'm a drink. I'm a drink. And that first mimosa, like I got like a flashback of the last time I was mimosa drunk and I was like, mm. nah, bro, I couldn't do it. So I couldn't even really Smart. drink like that. So then we start drinking sangria. That was a bad choice. Get out of hand. <laughs> that was Gets a very bad choice. Real fast. It got out of hand. Next thing I know, E's got like a bottle of uh, premium iced tea, <laughs> like green leaf iced tea, but it's like, it's not iced tea. It's Hennessy, of course. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so I'm like, and like like I said, like that's, I don't. That's so either. That's so. Typical. I don't drink this much anymore. So like this whole like raving thing, raging thing. Like, I didn't even party. Well, that's I why I told you when you go out there, I'm like, yo, be safe for your life. But you know because what? Because the niggas try to take you. Because under. I'm in a whole new city and all of that other shit. And if I get separated from my friends, how I'm gonna get back in the crib? Right. Like because of that, I'm very. I was very cautious to not like get too fucked up unless I was around. Like all of my Friday night, I was around all my friends. We went to like the new uh, sweet chick on fucking Fairfax. Heard about that, bro? Fairfax is rocking, bro. Like I, I don't know. I'm saying all of this dumb late shit. Yeah, he's crazy. They got a crib downtown, or E, e and BD, e, BB live in a crib downtown, like super warehouse style with the fucking floor to ceiling fucking warehouse windows. And they just got mad swords in that shit, bro. <laughs> just mad swords in the shit, bro. They living the life, bro. With a rooftop, with a pool. It was a point where I was just like, yo, we got to go. Because this nigga, he going to pull out another bottle of Hennessy. He's got him lined up on his fucking. No, there's nothing but hennies. He's like, if you need some more henny, all right, Dave, go up there, and give me two, uh, give me two pints, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's like it's groceries, yeah, right? Man. Literally, pantry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I snuck away after having to change a tire that was flat. Right. I snuck away, drove back to the crib because everybody else is fucked up. Fucking changed the tire, did that, and then fucking just like at 10, 30, 11 o'clock, crying for anybody to just bring me some weed. Cause the dispensary's closed. I only had like maybe less than a couple grams on me. I was like, yo, I got need trees. So yeah, I threw up and smoked weed for the rest of Sunday night. There you go. Never, never. <laughs> I'm good. Well, how was your weekend, Fab? It was good. <laughs> I was in Miami. <laughs> oh. Casually. <laughs> uh, like Low key Dave, flex. I left Thursday, came back yesterday morning, went straight to work. Yeah. How'd that work out for you? Um, it was it was a lot. I was exhausted. Um, and I had a long ass day at work um yesterday too. So but yeah, it was tight. It was my cousin's birthday week, so I went down there. Um, yeah, it was a lot. Just party after like I literally landed at seven. We went out every single night 
until I like got on the plane, mm-hmm. literally like club to plane. And did you get some spins in? Um, no, but I was pra- I, so basically I was booked for an event that wasn't part of his week. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm gonna go down there and spin. But the shit got canceled. Like, by the time I got down there. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool, though. Like, um, my cousin's been DJing for forever. So it's always good to see him. Um, he had a couple people on the bill. Kid Capri was there. I got to meet him and see him spin. And that was super tight. Um, yeah, it was just really dope to, like, watch him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As opposed to, like, listen, but, like, watch. I was sitting behind. Sitting um, back in awe. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Um, I saw you, you had a video of them dropping that T Grizzly joint and watching everybody. Yeah, they go. dropped T. It's interesting. Um, hate miami clubs bro. <laughs> yes uh, yes talk on it talk on it speak on it go in. i have my reasons go in i want to know if our go reasons in. Are in. i have my reasons too low-key but go in first of all okay so i went to dream i went to cameo twice oh, <laughs> cameo club like seven bro first of all no <laughs> I, <laughs> so my cousin like we he he's like the um, headliner so right. we don't get to the club until like 1 one thirty. so motherfuckers is like in the house hanging waiting and right. like I know myself like I took like a few naps but for the most part and during the day it wasn't like really doing much like I didn't get a rental car which I should have but it's fine um, <laughs> only because I have family down there so I would have liked to go see them and right. like go to the beach but um, he has like he lives in a complex so he has like a pool um so i was like out by the pool got a little tan I don't know. um but anyways <laughs> i'm was, bronze if y'all ain't noticed by the way <laughs> um just kidding <laughs> anyways long story short we're rolling to the club at like one so the first club like it was cool but like literally and i'm in the dj booth at and in, in all aspects since i'm with my cousin uh-huh. um motherfuckers and i'd like and I went on a small rant about why are you looking at me like that, Chuck. Go I went ahead, on a small let, let, rant. Let it loose. I've got my beefs too. On Twitter. I don't how do people get laid in Miami in clubs? Because I'm looking from the DJ booth and everybody's just standing around. Mm-hmm. And then like Look nobody at- either has drinks. And then it's only it's not until the only people that have drinks are people buying bottles. So there's nobody walking around with cups in their hand. No, literally. There's one bartender at each bar and at a club of hundreds of people because niggas aren't buying drinks. I, I mean, how much at Cameo, uh, yeah. How much? How much? Not as much, though. Not as much. My- I had a vape pen. I had Ken's joint and, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going to edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga really turned into a drug believer. Go watch it's on. Legal. He got one leg up and he got shades on. What is going on? Anyways, um, <laughs> I had I had my vape on me and like that was like new. Like people were rolling up in the club, like standing on couches, like with their hands out, like crunching the weed, right. like in their okay, hands. Right. <laughs> Fabs Looking now from sus. 2050. Now right. <laughs> people were rolling, crumbling. I'm like backwards, um, backwards and stuff. I don't know. You know, like Florida's uh, Miami's still the South, so like I always like forget Absolutely that part. But anyways, said, how, do short, get, how, how do people get, get laid? laid there? Because if nobody's, nobody's dancing. dancing with each other. And there are no beverages. I wonder if it's like because L- it's just L- bottles. So, so in LA, it was kind of like that too. Hold on, hold like on. I can I can at least explain how people get laid in South Florida. 
Just like not like saying like you I don't, think it's just off you know it's a thing. Only the bottle people are getting laid. Well that's what I'm saying. So in LA it's like that too, where people just buy bottles and like girls okay. flock towards the niggas right. with the bottles. So, so that regulates drink. your your laid- Pretty much. ladeness. Pretty much. <laughs> also like a Miami night is just like on average like two to three times longer than any other city. So like yeah, niggas went to cameo walked in and, and the thing about this is the shitty thing about Miami clubs it'd be like free until 11 but the club closes 6 5 6 in the morning yeah. so like Fab said she walking in that bitch at 1 the shit still probably wasn't jumping at 1 o'clock cause they fronting on the line but the what line is, is jumping like jumping is prime time like 1 o'clock but, is but not no, but, but what does jumping look like because Jump- there are bodies in there but I don't know what jumping is jumping because is, niggas is just looking at each other there's a weird and they're like of like the night where they they're not necessarily playing like all of the rocking like 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 music that's out like on the charts mm. but they're playing like local shit like but okay so thankfully i had both experiences i was with my cousin i was on south beach okay. blah 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 mm-hmm. but then i linked up with my home girl who djs down there she started around the same time i did where was she and at? i went to um i was like i went to some pompano rooftop party on sunday yes and yeah and my okay hold on put a pin in that one and then i went into uh the day before i went to this brunch that is like becoming a thing down there um this brunch first of all the brunch was it was in miramar it was like 10 minutes down from where i was staying which is great um but that brunch like started at 11 and people were at they're at 11 in like the morning. on time black people right. yes it was and a line so they got it was a line out there they know and that. it was from 11 to 7 and it was like everybody's auntie and like people that like miss church or like <laughs> kind of like came right from church because they were like dressed you know well this joint right don't look at the girl the the, 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 the <laughs> oh my god i was with her yeah i was sitting in her section oh yeah genie's haitian too oh yeah she was literally not right next to me you know genie Yes. You got fat ass. Anyways. <laughs> so. Oh, no, that's, the, that's her homegirl. That's the girl who do the hair. The red joint? Yeah. Oh, the red joint was in my section. Okay, sweet. Yeah, or I was in her yeah. section. Whatever. Man, we go back a lot of their days, man. Oh, uh, okay. Well, anyway, so long story short, um, the Pompano one was a better experience. Like, I feel like I got that experience. Oh, the brunch. The brunch was like, that's when I heard all these local records, because they're not playing the local records right, really in the, on South Beach. <laughs> it's like going to Times Square to party. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> But like, these Trinidadian records were ringing. Mm-hmm. and bitches was dropping it like that shit was crazy right. i was like i didn't know any music that was being played and people were like losing their minds like jump, jump on the dick jump on the dick no 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 i'm telling you i know trick daddy records and these records were being played i didn't know one single record <laughs> <laughs> like none they're like like fucking foreign records like old ass records i should have got one so i could have played it here but it's like real country like right. crazy shit um but yeah, so the the Sunday rooftop joint was cool. Um, it again, like it ended at one. People didn't get there till eleven thirty. Ordered bottles for literally the An last hour. hour, but there were so many people buying bottles there. I don't know if there was like some sort of deal going on, <laughs> like a two for one. But <laughs> like niggas were o'clock. having bottles, like they ran out of sections, and niggas had their bottles on the floor, like on the floor by w- with themselves. Right. I was like, is this is it really that deep, or I mean, is the deal it, that I mean, good? But, well, it, both they will like, sell you a bottle regardless, and it's easier to get to a bottle. The bottle prices are cheaper in that area, yeah. but 
they'll sell you a bottle and the bottle is, is guaranteed entry. So in South mm-hmm. Florida, they'll sell you that shit and then not have no table to put it on. Right. And just like fucking niggas had it on the floor. Yo, they'll give you your bucket. Like, yo, here's your bucket, yeah. here's your two bottles of henny, y'all figure that shit out. Yeah. Right. That was Because the party's lit. Nobody gives a fuck. I got two bottles of henny. They gonna walk you around right? in your motherfucking I guess. <laughs> We lit. <laughs> Yeah, so that party was cool. Like the D, uh, and then that's another thing too. The way that people DJ in South Beach is is really different. It's just like record drop, record drop, record drop, record drop. Talk, talk, talk. Record drop. It's like it's not like there's no like story there. There's I mean people DJ like this up like that up here too, but it's just like so choppy. Like you can't even really enjoy, enjoy the it. song because they're so, cutting it up to the next. Record. Yeah, I feel like if the DJs switched how they were DJing, the parties would be better. Honestly, because it's like people are just waiting for records to drop so that they can react and then like stop. As soon as again. they get like an anticipation of that beat about to drop, his next song switch. And, like, but that's the thing. It's like there's no real buildup either. Like nobody's really like anticipating the song. Yeah, like with like you know you you play the beginning of Mask Off and you let the do 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 do. It's just like nope, shoot, Mask Purpose. Off. Like, yeah, like oh okay, like oh when did we get here? Right. Um. But yeah, another thing is, is that nobody in South Florida is fine. Like, there's no cute dudes down there. You hear that, ladies? Don't <laughs> go to all. South Beach looking I for a husband. I finally saw one on the last party at that rooftop joint in Pompano, and he was in a wheelchair. That's unfortunate. <laughs> all right, but. Wait. Wait. <laughs> all right, but. <laughs> I'm serious. And he, was, and he got a joint. He had a joint on him. <laughs> Wait, Chuck is dying. We're gonna come back to this. We're gonna come back to this. <laughs> We're gonna he come back cute. to this. He was the cutest one I've seen all weekend. Um, I'm gonna let you get your cut off yet. What, what songs do you have for us? And we're gonna come back to that. Um, I wanted to play like a nice feel good summer joint. Awesome. Um, <laughs> next week I'm gonna I'm get um one of my friends to send me like one of them the trip South daddy. Fl- tri- right, no, man. like a, some South Florida joint that n- n- nobody's ever heard of, but. It rang off. Got to get you some ball greasy, some fucking day, some day boys. I mean, some yeah, some who, some old jizzle, not jizzle who is on signed the bad boy. <laughs> so there's a the jizzle that signed oh, the bad wow. boy, the uh, the lesbian rapper. Oh, I, th- I thought you were like Young Jeezy's first album. Was nah, on. she's all over that fucking that bad boy project that he put out. Like old like, jizzle. So there's an old jizzle from Dade County. Not a new one. He got a song called uh, "I'm a Stripper." This is the life. Uh, He's talking about women. God, to just yeah. that. He said he's talking about women like we didn't know who. <laughs> well, because well, I started off and said his name is Jizzle and he sings a song that goes, I'm a stripper. And I'm like, oh, hold on. I'm a let, me, let me verify. That sounds sus, but I don't <laughs> no. think I heard that song while I was down there. Was um, shit, yeah. But yeah, I want to play Best Love by Yuna, the chapters joint. Right.
don't know what the fuck I just like that happened. Little, yeah, the equalizer went. <laughs> That shit was actually pretty on point. Um, but yeah, you know, sometimes I'm about to come on on saying a little thing. That's a nice jam. What's the name, what's the name of that work? Where can um, people find that? It's called Best Love, Yuna. Um, she's on Spotify, Apple. Apple. Um, Best Love? Yeah, I'm Best put, Love. I'm going to put that Yuna. on. I'm going to put that on. Yeah, she's a pretty joint too. Um, but yeah, so. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're going to keep it pretty you know free flowing today i'm not gonna go into anything too serious but i do want to touch on um the fact that um so today there was um there were two verdicts handed down today um that kind of represent opposite sides of the scale right so um in the shooting of walter scott um the officer that had slain walter scott was found guilty right one of the first times in a long time, outside of like the Fruitvale Station issue, uh, mm-hmm. Fruitvale Station issue, that I remember an officer actually being found guilty, right? So we had that today. And then a few hours later, um, the Aldous Sterling um, verdict came down, and that officer was found not guilty, right? So th- this is done in. Um, baton rouge in louisiana so there's right now as we speak there's there's a lot of protests going on down there um and it represents um a divide in what some would call i mean not some what is viewed as justice in the eyes of the law uh in the eyes of um authority being held to a higher standard or authority being held to authority um i mean did do you guys have any opinions on it? I mean, because it's rough for me. It is. Is it rougher than any of the other times the cops have gotten on? It's just another example where it's thrown in your face. It's tough for me right now. My emotions aren't really uh, easily triggered. Also, like, I just. Is it because you come numb to it? I I don't say I come numb to it. I just refuse to cons- I, like I'm I refuse to be like a Pavlovian dog in a sense of anger okay. and reaction. Like I'm just always angry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if it comes to a, a shooting of an unarmed black anything, whatever the gender, race, whatever, oh not gender, whatever they identify as, like any black person being gunned down by the police, like I'm just already I'm already angry because I know it wasn't justified. Like. You can just That's how bad it is Like the people Who are supposed to protect us Nine times out of ten You know if your people Got shot by the people Who are supposed to protect us That you know for a fact That they, they weren't Protecting anybody Not even themselves Like they weren't in Any danger or whatever But like that Is also triggered By the fact that This is something That's happening now um, 25 years ago The Rodney King shit Right And I And uh, me and Chuck Went and saw that LA 92 uh, Documentary Which was The 25th anniversary Of the LA riots which was a 20-something anniversary of the 67 riots before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just, like, all of the footage, how that shit broke down, how the cops got off, it's all repetitive, bro. It's all rep- And I know it's, like, something that we know. It's like, yeah, of course it's repetitive. That's why it keeps happening. Like, no, but, like, the exact same, like, nature. And, like, honestly, but because there was less, there was no social media back then, like, the racism was way more outright because a lot of people were being in front of cameras that those videos never saw the light of day. Right. For that yeah, movie, it was made sure that those videos never saw the light of the, day. For that movie, they said that they um they combed through like 15,000 hours of footage 
they got the dude who was who was like from like LA, like South Central, the dude who was filming on the ground. Like you can they see like the copter footage or whatever, but like there's a uh, there's footage of a dude like who like is in the shit because he's black, so he's in the shit just filming like yeah look at this little fucking white boy oh shit fuck his ass up fuck his ass up like they got that footage too mm-hmm. so like they really give you a very like unrequited view of like how that shit broke down and it's the white it started off with the white cops and the fucking the white system and the white police chief who started telling the cops to choke people and which phased down like. The taser, like Rodney King, when he was talking about how he, um, when they tasered him, he's like, yeah, they had this new toy that they stuck me with and electrocuted me, and they just fucking laughed at it because they just like they left it in the whole time they was beating me, and that's the first time I've ever seen the entire video of him getting beat. Oh, um, you've never seen the entire. I've never video. seen the entire. I mean, I don't need to see the whole thing right. to understand the context, but like that's the first time we seen the whole video of that, and like they were tasering him, and I remember like going back to like when I finished undergrad, they killed the kid in like Atlanta or Tallahassee, Atlanta. From tasering them And I'm like Yo that's crazy 20 years down the line They knew that this fucking Like this equipment Was faulty was like faulty and fatal Bro it's a cow pride right. They've killed people With these things now Because they keep making them More powerful I'm Because stronger. nobody reacts To electricity the same way Like it's impossible To quantify How much dosage it takes to, It's not weight It's like literally How your heart pumps Like it's it's a whole many It's more uh, It's more things That go into it Outside of like it's the Weight and size too. Exactly they talk, they talking about that And then going into like After the Rodney King shooting Or the Rodney King beating Then it was the Korean lady Who killed the little yeah. girl yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that Yeah yeah, man They showed that video Of the girl getting fucking Whopped in the back of the head You just see her fucking Her whole shit It's fucking crazy yeah. bro Off of some shit That she was Clearly wasn't like So basically they thought That she was gonna be That she was The, the Asian The Korean lady said She was shoplifting She's like I'm not shoplifting She had the money in her hand The video you could see everything And the lady just like So they got into an argument Lady pulled the fucking The magnum outside of the joint And just like Blow Just fucking shot her bro Like shot a fucking kid And then When the Asians was getting looted They was like Well what's happening Why are we getting looted They're like motherfucker Cause y'all killed the girl The little Asian lady got off she gets off clear, like she gets sentenced to like she gets the uh, what was it, not, uh, uh, involuntary manslaughter. She gets guilty. She's found guilty. The judge says this lady's not going to kill anybody. Look at this old Asian lady, like she's harmless. Let's her off of everything. Yeah, community man. service. The that was judge? a big that, the that judge. Was huge, yeah. The judge. She was supposed to serve a minimum like sixteen years, bro. Sixteen because it, it was involuntary manslaughter, so it wasn't nothing like it wasn't life, but. Because it was an altercation involved, sure. and she didn't really have the intention of killing her, like going into it, like. You get manslaughter and not, you know what I'm saying, first degree murder or whatever. Anyway, so, yeah, she gets off. And so the Asians get their shit looted while, while, like, while the black people are running the streets. And, like, people were like, yeah, because y'all are part of the same system. Yeah. And I, what I was, I was coming to conclusions while watching it is just, like, because white people taught everybody else how, we, how black people should be treated. And so all the other immigrant like nations follow suit Took that as a of how to treat right. black people. They put themselves above us yeah. and put us on the bottom because that's how white people treated us. And it, yeah, it's just, just crazy. It's just actually, crazy. they actually touched on. I was trying to figure out where I saw that. It was the O.J. Simpson documentary by um, that ESPN. Thirty for thirty. The third, the long thirty for thirty. Yeah. It was like part three uh-huh. where they touched on that scene. The, the part two. Yeah. Part two. yeah. The part two. Yeah. I gotta rewatch this. Yeah. Because yeah. now Netflix has now uh, put out the the Rodney King show, the Broadway show that uh, Spike Lee was um, directing. They they so they put that on Netflix like over the weekend or whatever, which I'm sure has to be involved with the 25 year anniversary sure. or whatever. Either Hulu or Netflix has the OJ. 
who oh, were, I know Netflix has the OJ. Okay. I know that for a yeah. fact. But that shit was just crazy. And then like after all this shit went down and there was like 900 fires in LA going at one time and the city had to go under state of emergency after the white people got they got scared and then they had to call in the fucking National, the National Guard, Guard. Like yeah. 5 days after, bro. Like then it was like the Asians were like, "Oh, you know, we we want justice too." But like nobody copped, nobody took the cop for like, "Yo, we killed that black girl. We apologize." I was like, and I said like, "Yo, if they would have just gave the family some bread, because that was the problem, is that the the lady got off and nothing happened with the family. Yeah. Like they would, if the Asian community would or the Korean community just came together, like, "Yo, we know we up. killed that yeah. girl. Yo, we gonna take care of her." You know what I'm saying? Here's half a mil. You know what I'm saying? Because I know y'all got it. <laughs> y'all, as much as y'all extort in the hood like that, like that. But that's what the like. What was that? Uh, Don't be a menace. And the menace society scenes came from that happening, right? right. With the girl, mm-hmm. the hurry up and buy shit. That was a result from of that, the girl. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like the like how Koreans were treating black people in stores. Like hurry up and buy. Hurry up and buy. Like that's from all derives from the culture of yeah that like they come into our neighborhoods. Fucking charging the shit and don't know how buy, to actually buy treat us the like block humans. and yep. um yeah make it making money off us but don't know how to treat us yep. as human beings and we burnt all they shit down. Uh, so I mean I say this to say this there was um um a young fifteen year old named Jonathan Edwards um Jordan Edwards I'm sorry mm-hmm. um so over the weekend um he was killed by an officer the officer had had uh, his story was that. John, well, put it this way. John was leaving a party, right? The party started to get out of control. John, the responsible, 3.5 GPA student that he was, left the party on his way home. So the officer said that John had backed up towards him in an, an aggressive manner and shot him with a rifle. Um, the videotape contradicts the officer's story. The, off, the um, head chief had to uh, publicly testify yesterday um, that the officer's initial story was incorrect um, and that the um, that Jordan Edwards did not charge at the officer. Um, so now it's about the family pretty much wants the officer charged and arrested for taking their son. Um, so this is still going on to this very day, right? Uh, I believe as of today, though, he like admitted like, yeah, or like he's turning himself in or some shit like that. Like some something progressed today. Well, the, the today the police chief came out front and said the officer's story that was initially told was incorrect. We have the evidence that proves that, mm. um, and that the aggressive manner that he was that was told that Jordan charged at him um, was uh, incorrect. Mm. Um, so, I, like I said, I say that to say this: this is still a thing. This is it, and it. it, it I don't want us to become numb to it, right? I don't, I don't want us to let it go and just take it as, oh, it's just another one, right? Um, what solutions I have, I mean, I'm not, I don't have the specific solutions to it. I'll be the first one to admit that. But it's just an ongoing saga um, that, I mean, we go through, but also the people watching, the people listening, I want you to be aware of too. Um, but going on to, you know, back to something a little bit more lighter because I did want to touch on that because all this did happen today. Um, Wait, time out. Before we move forward, I feel like there should be some type of call to action or resolution or something as a result of all of that. Like what, for for you as an individual, as uh, you know, Kenny, Kenny G, yeah, Kenny P, 
whatever. Like, do you, what's your resolution to this? So, like, the cops aren't going to change. The system isn't going to change. Are you going to vote more? Are you going to encourage people to vote more? I mean, honestly, bro, I don't see the system changing unless... We need a new police uh, chief. I mean, another it, another new it, police. I chief. I mean, but it's not even police chief. I need police officers to speak out and say this is fucking wrong. Reform. I need officers to say this to step out in front of microphones and step out in front Too of a camera and say this is fucking wrong. The good cops As are the minority, though. But I don't. But that's the thing. I don't think the good cops are the minorities. I just think they won't speak up you because they the don't want to be shamed. So embedded exactly that they're afraid to kind of like just be the nobody wants to be the whistleblower. Nobody exactly. Nobody wants to speak out on their own brethren. Yeah. And I mean, issue that like, calls out, but like I really like as somebody who hates the police and hates all that system, you got to really understand like how hard it is to like maybe like legitimize like snitching on the the dude who basically protects you like on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I mean, like partner to partnership, you know what I'm saying? Like, but but the the, the fallacy in that is that at the deepest level, you're a cop. Like yeah. all that other shit don't matter. But you have but you being you, friends with that nigga don't matter. You're a cop. Your job you sworn in to swore in what you said you were going to do. So you're supposed to hold your duty no matter what the person is. And that's the problem is that the social system inside of that shit has created a, 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 a like a rule or like kind of like a precedence in place where we just got each other's back because I literally have your back. Well, that's what, and, 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 and that's what I'm, I was going to say is like you're okay. You're talking about one partner. You and your partner you're riding the car together, but. That guy that does not work with you, he works the morning shift. Mm-hmm. He doesn't work the evening shift. Mm-hmm. That guy, granted, you're still in the same precinct, has to stand out and say this is fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. He's not upholding his badge. He's not upholding his honor. He's not upholding the law. He took a life. Mm-hmm. That man should be charged. I need more officers to speak out and say that because until that happens, that's going to be the only way to start reform mm-hmm. and start change. You saw what happened to fucking uh, to Terry Crews in that movie with Keanu Reeves, right? They lit his ass up. What movie was that? Los Angeles? What's the name name of that fucking movie? With Forrest Whitaker, and he's the police chief, and Keanu Reeves is, uh, is like, his best, like, infiltrating officer. Terry Crews is, like, was his partner. Terry Crews did the whistleblowing thing, and some fucking undercover cops ate his ass up in the fucking corner store, like, with the fucking machine guns and shit. Like, but that shit is a reality. Even though it's not that dramatic, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is really a reality for them, because at any given time, you know, saying like, what if the dude you're on the watch with, what if he's connected with the person from the first shift? I'm not saying that it's okay, but I'm just saying I understand that these people who they put their lives in this thing, I understand why they are so reluctant. It's not okay, and it does still make them pussy, but like at the same time, I understand what logic at least got them to that point, you know? So then what I ask you, then it's, what's the change? What's the re- oh, go the, ahead, the change needs to be police reform mm-hmm. across the country, and it has to come from federal <laughs> yeah it honestly that's the only way um that story that you just told that's exactly how they killed my boy in college Damn. And oh, that happened right. in 2010 so and Damn the only right. difference yeah dj henry mm. um the only reason that only like five or whatever years later it came out that the officer lied about what happened is because they took the um the security cameras from the bank that basically caught everything they confiscated them we never saw them to this day we've never seen them and that shit literally has the answer you know what i mean i don't understand like how they can just take something like that like they took it from the the bank i think now and if that shit had happened today it'd be totally different because you know in 2010 like people were on twitter but there's no instagram like it's still a little light um (coughs) There would have to be some sort of like 
I don't say internal affairs, but there would have to be some oversight. The banks would have had to been like had seen it first or something and they right. just like leaked it. You know what I mean? Like the cops, they went, they took the camera. We never saw it again. And then it came out years later that old boy lied. Mm. Still never pressed charges. The the family got a settlement from uh, from the town, but that's it. Yeah. Recently, like last year, right? Something yeah, like last that. year they got a settlement. It's 2017. Right. It's just it's just like <sighs> that's why. See, when you black, right? <clears throat> when you black and you a minority, you underprivileged most of your life. They can just like give you money <laughs> instead of like fixing who took your child's life. Yeah, they can just give and, you money, and because we need that shit, we like. All right, cool. Well, it's not all right, cool. But I mean, but it, like, it's of you, some restitution. But it doesn't. It's never. It's but never but it's, that's the thing. It will never replace the life of your child. But that's how. But that's how. But that's how fucked up we are in our in our own economic system. Is that like money at least soothes it a little bit? Like money is taking the place of a life. Like you can't put a value on. You know what I'm saying? It's also fucked up that that's their that's their apology. They'll yeah, that's never, what I'm you know what I'm saying? Like, saying? They just throw some money on top of it, and that's the way they can be as insincere as possible. And that money does not come with an apology. But no. white people have been doing like powerful white people have been doing this all their lives, like yep. throwing money at shit that you know to to shut it up. <clears throat> Forty five. <clears throat> but you know, you're looking at that shit, and I'd be like, yo, these white people who are like got money, money now, like the people who are like the Pepperdine colleges guys and like the, you know, all of these people who have the Vanderbilts and like, bro, they definitely kill people to stay on top, bro. Like if the, if the mob had to do it, if like, you know what I'm saying? If Al Capone had to do that shit. Rockefeller. Rockefeller did. definitely off like 40 niggas. Bro. Easy, easy. And probably buried them under the railroads and stuff. I mean, you think about the frontier. The funny Carnegie. thing, my weird ass, <laughs> right? Exactly. My weird ass. Too. <laughs> I was flying over the desert, and I was just like, "Dog, you know how many bodies are probably buried in that desert from when the Italians land. went out there, and the Italians and the Jews went out there, and was just like, yo, we about to run LA, run fucking Vegas.' Damn. And when they was running LA like that, like Boardwalk Empire. Exactly. Mm. Bodies, bro. Bodies. Without blood, there's no progress. I don't know what the answer is. I think it's it's it sucks because it's like. You almost to protect your mental health, you have to just not pay attention, mm. and that's awful. It's really fucking awful. But it's like, honestly, like I've overall the world has to get really bad before it gets better, and we're headed that way. So, I had a, I had a conversation with my mother because she's very you know she's very in tune with you know, her religious beings and her religious self. So like we have conversations about that, and she's like, yeah, the world's coming. She's like, the world's way worse today than it was 15 20 years ago that's real and i, I at first like for the past year i've like been like no it's not it's just everything's more in your face now everything is more publicized it's just on the television 24 7 mm-hmm. but like the more i read into it and the more i like get story thrown in my face like the more i'm starting to shift more to her side like actually it, it might be going yeah, to i shit. mean the world is also substantially larger so based on like <clears throat> like yeah i mean based on like just simple math if the world is larger, all of the bad things are have increased in size. I think it's also that more people are being affected. I was I had a meeting with this lady today, and she was white or whatever, and she was talking about like how great the seventies used to be, and like how how like lighter it used to be, and like it wasn't so heavy. She was and, telling like, the this music, to you, yeah, and the music was better, and like all this stuff, and I'm like, bitch, bitch like. <laughs> for you you know what i'm saying like for you it was like that things were better back then she's like you know in her 60s or whatever and i'm just like 
it's just so crazy that people are so disconnected and like just so clueless but and you know they live in this box like everything just affects them and i think now that like people are being affected now or maybe they care that's why it's it's worse Mm -hmm. because it's not just us anymore Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um (laughs) they use their own people for fodder now huh they use their own people for fodder now yeah, but that's and what then, they, like, people mean when they talk about the class war. Like class mm-hmm. war is bigger, classism is bigger, and racism has been stead for like the last twenty years. But like, semi is just that like it's hard for us to step outside of that because we're so affected by it. I mean, we're part of the classism. But yeah, but <laughs> like the racism the is the embedded side of the classism. So it's hard for us to see the forest through the trees. Right, they go hand in for hand. that whole thing. Like, oh, classism, cool. Can we deal with racism first? Because I'm pretty sure that'll take care of the majority of the classism that we got going on. You know. But at the same time, it is a real thing. And for somebody who's not black, for a white person, trailer trash, all them motherfuckers, even though it's hard for me, like you was going, like we were talking about that last week, like it's hard for me to give money to a poor white person because you know how much shit you got to fuck up in life just to fucking be poor as a white, to fuck up all of your chances? Mm-hmm. You're giving so many. You're giving so many. Like, you could be in jail. And he still has chances. Yeah. You so like, get your shit together. Yeah, Bruh. And a suit. That's it. But yeah, so um, the most unlucky white man in like America got a TV show made after him. That's what happens to you if, like, unfortunate to making a murder. Oh, <laughs> like the, unfor- the most unfortunate <laughs> yeah. white man in America. Like that happens every day in the black community. Right. The one time That's it happens to a part. white guy, they make an entire Document. TV show yeah. about it. That's how. Easy it is to be a white. That's person. the mind frame. <laughs> That's how easy it is. That that's the ceiling of how worse it can be. Not Bernie Madoff, which fucking yo Al Pacino. That movie, yeah, yeah. Al Pacino's yeah. about. Oh my yeah, gosh, that looks that's so, so no. good. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, yeah. <sighs> that looks good. It's about to be Bernie Madoff. Yeah. The movie on yeah. HBO. Yeah. They're making a like a short <clears throat> period, like a short series, like how they Ooh, did um, no, the Night of and yeah, yeah, a couple of the other joints. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fire. They Big little lies. Just showing the previews for it. Um, anything else you watching, Dave? I finished Big Little Lies. Oh, you did? I was watching that shit with all my coworkers, though. Uh-huh. <clears throat> shit was fire. Yeah. Shit was fire. Yeah. Very underrated show. Very. Very underrated show. And very, like, people didn't expect it, but it's HBO. And HBO is going to give you the heat every Quality. time. HBO, HBO doesn't take too many L's, man. I, I tell you what. You get in touch and even like even too. like the L's like vinyl only lasted one season like I could watch a second. But season vinyl isn't an L. Vinyl was a great ass. It show. was, but they canceled it. So yeah. That's what I'm saying. 